As I grew up, I think it was all the challenges that I had as a youngster that drove me into alcohol at 13 years old. You know, the low self-esteem, um, not really having any identity, uh, all those kind of issues actually drove me into alcoholism. Um, and then at, uh, at 16 into buttons, mandrakes, and then 17, 18 into crack cocaine, um, I think about 20 to mess and then to all the other drugs as well. Today on the Social Impact Podcast with me, Keenan Williams, I meet up with Ulrich Strauss, a pastor at the Loftal Restoration Centre out in Kshaifontein of the northern suburbs of Cape Town, South Africa. Now, Strauss was an alcoholic, a gang member and drug addict for 20 years of his life before his reformation. I was involved in drugs and alcohol and gangsterism and everything on the underworld for about 20 years. South Africa is one of the countries where substance abuse remains a massive problem rooted in the country's turbulent psyche and huge social and structural inequalities. Now, according to research, the country's substance abuse was ranked as double that of the global average and South Africa was also ranked in the top 10 countries in the world in terms of the amount of alcohol being consumed each year. Now beside the environment the young Ulrich grew up in, it is also said that the relationship he had with his father, or the lack thereof, contributed to his life spiraling out of control in his early teens. I remember as a young boy growing up, I, I didn't have a dad. I, mean, I saw my dad maybe once or twice, um, but never had a relationship with him. Grew up with my mom and we actually grew up in like a middle class uh, suburb in, in Lansdowne. I was born in Hanover Park and we stayed in like a, a one bedroom separate entrance, you know, and every all the children had everything around me. However, I didn't have much, you know, so when I went to school, I would have to do many things to actually just sit in with, with most of the children and, and at the age of 13 when having my first drink, that, that was the best thing ever. Um, I took on that identity of becoming an alcoholic because um, alcohol made me feel good at the time, you know. If we talk about it, how did you feel when you took the alcohol? You say that you felt kind of good about it and taking it, but how did you get access to it at that young age? Man, um, alcohol is the most accessible drug you can find on the planet. Mm. Um, most alcoholics are alcoholics um, and don't really know that um, because alcohol is accessible to anybody. I only found out that I was an alcoholic uh, 12 years ago when I went to rehab. Um, but most alcoholics are alcoholics and they don't know it, you know. Mm. And so I, be I believe that is how, that's what made me do all these things, you know. You were talking about the relationship you had with your father, or the lack thereof, uh, which which contributed to this lifestyle that you lived because you didn't have a fatherly figure in your life. Was there no other men you could have looked up to in your community, in society, that you could have taken a role and said, okay, I would like to emulate and be like him? Man, I, I believe that everybody that was around me, every uncle that I had at the time, or every um, male um, that was in the area that I've seen, they, they weren't really good role models because um, all of them had some kind of alcohol problem or they were smoking or they were using drugs or something like that. So the community that I was in wasn't really as positive as it should have been. 
Now to truly understand the heart of a drug addict as well as a gangster, I wanted to know from Ulrich when he got to a point of decision to turn from his old ways and to reform his life. Twelve years ago I was in a place where I had absolutely nothing. Uh, I had been through prison, I had been through everything that you can think of. And, and God had changed my life 12 years ago. Right, right now, what the Lord had showed me 12 years ago, we are basically doing all of those things now. So we, we run drug rehabs for men and for women. Uh, we've got halfway houses. Uh, we've got outreach teams. We've got support groups. We've got aftercare. We've got outreach ministry at church, you know, and and God has really given me my identity back, but also given me purpose, you know. So um, that is what we do, and we've we've done so many things already. God has really blessed us to see many people get saved and being set free from alcoholism and from drug addiction. Pastor, let's talk a little bit about that reformation and reforming yourself. How difficult was it for you to regain the trust of people, especially your family members, in in launching an initiative like this? Yeah, look, and I have to tell you that in me going to rehab, it was a quality decision I had to make. You know, all the decisions I had made previously to that were all bad decisions. Um, I wasn't a bad person, but I made bad decisions because of because of certain issues and stuff that was in my life. And when I had made this decision uh, to come right, you see, when when the enemy comes, he, he comes and he gives you everything, you know. And 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 I was a hundred percent drug addict, hundred percent alcoholic. I did everything I did to the best of my ability, you know. And so when I made a quality decision to come right. I put 100% in that. When you put 100% in everything that you do, even if it's positive or negative, then you're going to get a 100% return, you know? And so I can with all honesty say that when I had made a decision to come right and to change my life and to serve God, nobody ever doubted me. Not for once did anyone ever doubt me. Uh, My mother passed away about eight years ago. And she never for once doubted me because I had put everything in. I'd been starting to go to support groups. I just came out of drug rehab. I started doing some outreach, which we've been doing awareness, all of those things. So for me, it was not as difficult because I had put in 100% towards becoming positive and doing something. You didn't have a father figure to, to emulate, and that's why your life ended up the way that it did. Um, talk to us about you being a father and that example to them. How difficult or how challenging is it for you at times? Man, it is challenging, Keenan. I think life in itself is challenging. So uh, coming out of substance abuse and coming out of many issues and challenges and voids and hurt and pain and wounds and deep-rooted issues and things like that. You know, when you come out of that, you need to get healed before you can really even get into a relationship to have children and all of that. So that in itself is a challenge of really life, you know. And so it is challenging. I, I believe that we are still fighting through many things, many issues and things like that. But um, to, to be an, an example to them, uh, you know, I had to make a positive 
change in my life and I start serving God before I could really do it for them. Because you can only really get the identity of the Father when you accept the Father in your life, you know. Join me next Wednesday on the Social Impact Podcast on kwmedia.life as we shed the spotlight on more real-life personal stories. Till then, from myself, Keenan Williams, it's love to the family. Bye-bye.